Blog Talk Radio.
about whatever they're upset and angry about. 
And yes, they take it out on you. And you just go on. The Lord will provide whatever you need. You know, it's like that. Amen. Life is like that. So if you've had some of those not-so-pleasant experiences lately, brush it off. First Peter 5, 7, and keep moving. Amen. Just keep on moving. I didn't say a word. I just answered the question. No, they didn't have what I was looking for in the size I was looking for. Time to go. Amen. Amen. So we're so happy that everyone's up here greeting one another in the name of the Lord. Really? (laughs) That spirit must be going around. It must be going around trying to aggravate the saints. Well, that got to be over with. And other things happen. You know, life goes on. You have to let some stuff just go away. You have to just, just like you brush off uh, dandruff off your shoulder, you have to sort of like do it that way. That's just the way life is. And that's the way people are. But people still need the Lord. Amen? People still need the Lord. So we just want to thank the Lord that he's changed us and that he's worked on us so that we don't respond the way we used to and we don't have to say anything or care. We can just go on and have our day. We don't have to go to the refrigerator or the freezer and get some ice cream and some chocolate and some pecans and all of this, you know, to calm ourselves down because we're really still mad. No, we can just keep on going. We've grown, haven't we? Praise God. So see, Sometimes you have to realize, even in things like that, that God has matured you. You can remember a time that you'd have been mad all the way back to the house. But now, it doesn't make it out of the parking lot. See? You've grown. God's getting the glory. Amen? You know, some people are waiting for this humongous thing to happen. And see how grown. No, it's the little things, because they all add up. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. All those little things add up. I'm glad to see that you all are out witnessing to people and that God is bringing people to you to lead to the Lord. That's what we want, for people to come to us as well, asking us about Jesus Christ. Amen? That's why we have to let our light shine. Yes, I did pray for that person uh, to get born again and for the Lord to deal with him. And then I went on to do something else. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, it's a wonderful day in the kingdom. Even when things don't seem to be quite the way we would like, that's okay. We still have Jesus. Amen. We still have Jesus. When everything else falls apart, we still have Jesus. Amen. Amen. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. Amen. We are a international, Christian, non-denominational, internet church founded in the love of Jesus Christ. And we invite you 
on behalf of the kingdom of God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in Miracle Outreach Ministries. We're going to have some fun tonight because God's going to talk to us very seriously about something I think is very interesting, and I pray that you will too. And I really believe that as we mature in the Lord, we develop a better perspective of what's coming ahead. Yes, we do. We just, we see it different. Why? Because we've grown. We've grown. We're not who we used to be. We don't get all bent out of shape and upset over every little thing anymore. We don't cry on a dime every time anymore. We've we've grown. And Pastor's proud of everybody because everybody has grown. We've all had challenging experiences. We've all had to really uh, deal with spiritual warfare. We've God's allowed in our lives situations that we had to stay up and pray about. And in so doing, we've grown. You can't always see it at first, but later on, you will. Amen? Uh Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I want to thank the Lord for all of our growth. I want to thank him for blessing us. I want to thank the Lord. You're welcome, Margaret. I want to thank the Lord. Showing us another point of view. You know, about a year ago, we had one point of view on everything, but now we have a different point of view. Why? Because we're becoming more like Jesus. That's why. That's why. Because we're becoming more and more like him. He works here, he works there, here a little, there a little. And before you know it, in an area of your life where you used to just throw your hands up in the air, you don't anymore. You've got some forbearance. Isn't that great? You've got some forbearance. And you can see life differently. So I'm sharing that with you. Because it's happening to you, too. We're here on the earth just like you are. (laughs) Brother Marshall thinks so anyway. And so I know that you all are experiencing these kinds of things, and you will continue to, but you'll make it through them a lot smoother. Why? Because you grow. And Jesus is proud of you. And Brother Bill is proud of you, and Brother Marshall is proud of you, and Pastor is proud of you too. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm glad to see everybody tonight, and I think it's time for us to pray. For those of you who are listening on the phone that have never uh, been in our chat room, I want to invite you to join us at uh, MiracleInternetChurch.com That means you would need to use your browser Whether you're on the phone Or you're on a computer And go to MiracleInternetChurch.com 
when the page comes up, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And when the page changes, click Guest. When the page changes, sign in your name. Amen. Your name, yes. The, at least something that's on your birth certificate. Praise the Lord. And uh, say hi to everybody, and everybody will say hi to you. Amen. <laughs> everybody will say hi to you. And we're just one family in the Lord, and we're grateful to be here in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for the blood of Jesus and for the growth. Sometimes we need fertilizer to grow. And manure doesn't smell too good, but it does a great job. So we want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the changes in our hearts, the changes in our spirits, the changes in our minds, as we go through uh, our prayers and we're binding and loosening, Lord, we can tell the difference. We can tell the difference. We thank you, Lord, for helping us. Even when the enemy attacks us and attacks our mind, we know that you're there with us, not just somewhere nearby, but you're in us. Is Christ in us, the hope of glory. So, therefore we seek the kingdom of God and your righteousness. We seek you first. And all these things that we need will be added to us. Thank you. We know, Father, that you will help us in every situation. Father, you are well able to take care of all of our financial pressures. You know exactly what needs to be done and what steps need to be taken. We trust you to direct us in this situation. Help us to always remember, Lord, that in your economy, resources are meant to flow freely from the place of excess to the place of need. This truth gives us great hope. Financial pressures, we thank you that you do have a financial plan for our lives, Lord, and we know that you are able to make all grace abound towards us. Thank you, Father. Help us, Lord, to manage our financial resources better so that we will be free to serve you more fully and to give to the important causes of your kingdom. As we respond in obedience to your word, we ask you to to command your blessing upon our finances, and upon all that we do. Deliver us, O God, for you are our hope. When pressures threaten to overwhelm us, 
We will hope continually and will praise you more and more. We will cast all our cares and worries on you because we know that you will always take care of us. You will always take care of us. The hope you've given to us leads us to trust you in every area of our life. We, therefore, place our unswerving trust in you, Father, because you are our strength. Yes, you are our strength in the midst of trouble. As you walk us through this situation, we will keep in mind, keep our minds focused upon you. We will trust in you, and we know that you will keep us in perfect peace. Amen. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the word of God. We want to thank you for the power of God. We want to thank you for the kingdom of God and everyone who's therein. We want to thank you, Lord, that you look out for us before the foundation of the world. You provided whatever we would need, and it will arrive just when we need it. We thank you, Lord, that you're never caught off guard about any situation. It's already been spoken for through Christ Jesus our Lord, promised to supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, for the grace. We want to thank you for the provision. We want to to thank you for the positive settlement and outcome of financial issues in our lives. We want to thank you that they won't be taxing or a burden to us. They won't weigh us down, but rather by your grace, we will go through the experience trusting you receiving grace for each day, and maybe even grace for each payment in Jesus' name. You know, Lord, sometimes things show up unexpectedly to us, but not a surprise to you. So we thank you for the provision. We thank you that we won't run out, and we will have more than enough. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God, who took away all the sins of the world. Thank you, Father, for meeting every need in our lives. In Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, for the grace that you've been giving us. We want to thank you for the victory in spiritual warfare that you're giving us. We want to thank you for the faith that you're giving us. We want to thank you, financial prosperity that you're giving us. And we want to thank you for the abundance of grace. We want to thank you for the abundance of grace. We thank you, Lord, that the website is covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that we're receiving healings in our body. We thank you, Lord, that we're receiving healings and deliverances 
and recovering in our minds. We thank you because you hear our prayers. You answer our prayers. We thank you that we're receiving breakthroughs, 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 and more breakthroughs. Amen. We want to thank you, Lord, that we're learning how to differentiate between wisdom and foolishness. We want to thank you, Lord, that we're gaining more control over our mouths. We want to thank you, Lord, that we'll learn to speak with the tongue of the wise. Amen. Amen. We won't be the one to start the strife. We'll be the one to end it. So we thank you, Father. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let me see if I can get it to there we are. We thank you, Father, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we are daily, daily casting our care upon you because we know that you care for us. Every time the enemy comes to remind us about that bill or about that obligation, or about that impending debt, we cast it upon you. Amen? We cast it upon you because you tell us to take no anxious thought. So we won't do that. Whatever the situation may be, we we decide to take a nap. And here comes the devil with something that's supposed to produce anxious thought. Well, Lord, we're just not going to receive those thoughts. Because they didn't come from you. Because you told us not to take any. So we're not taking them in Jesus' name. We're handing them right back to the devil, and he can take them. Amen? There's no reason to be anxious because you are in control. Not us. You are in control. Amen. We thank you for divine health. We thank you that... You heal all of our diseases, and by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we have been healed. Amen. We have been healed. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you that we're covered in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we are the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, we condemn it because that's our inheritance in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Oh, yes. We just want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness toward your people. Amen. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenly, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind every strong man. In the name of Jesus, we bind all of their agents and underlings to the strong man in Jesus' name. We put them into the spiritual cage, and we put them under the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We won't have to see them again. Thank you, Lord. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains in darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, electronic digital technology demons and their attacks, leviathan spirits and their attacks, brainwashing kundalini spirits and their attacks, water and marine spirits and their attacks, all sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, all seducing, womanizing, whoredom, and drone spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks, all the voices of the charmer and seducer and their attacks, all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, all mystic rituals and their intent. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians, and we bind every form of magic and mystic arts. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, techno-paganism, and mind control by the occult. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex, cyber-sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injury, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons in Jesus' name. We bind all pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone spirits. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing. We blind the remote viewers, the surveillance demons. We blind them in the name of Jesus. All sonic and audio weapons. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attack, the work of every druid, 5G and all its components, and everything coming from the satellite, from the cell towers, and through our devices, in Jesus' name. We bind all Morgellons attack, and we return every attack to the sender in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, and we give you praise, Father. We bind our Buddhist black magic, our Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, 
magic, Chaldean magic, Hindu practices, Indian, African, European. Haitian, Jamaican, Latin American, Caribbean, black and white magic, all voodoo from every source. In Malaysia, in Indonesia, in France, in Canada, in Britain, in Saudi Arabia, in Israel, in Turkey, in Syria, in North America, Ruka. South America, the entire continent of Africa, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We give you the praise. Yes. Yes, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks. And we return every attack to the senders. We bind all global cabals in Jesus' name. We bind the Illuminati. We bind the Club of Rome and all such other organizations and their wicked agendas in Jesus' name. We bind their plans. We bind their strategies. We bind indigenous groups, tribal groups. Native American groups, Mexican groups, sorcery groups, perversion groups, lawless groups, Antichrist groups, every coven, and other groups that have agendas that are against the kingdom of God and against the, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we bind you. We bind you all. We bind you with fetters of iron. We chain you. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for immediate judgment. We thank you and we give you praise. Every witchcraft attack that has come against us, we send it right back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. It's not ours. Our Father didn't send this to us, so we send it back. According to the covenant in Jesus' holy name, we bind the culture of corruption worldwide. 
Amen. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind Bilderbergs and other such groups that have demonic agendas. We bind the New World Order, the WEF, the WHO, the UN, and other organizations that feel it's their job to run the world. No one invited them to do it. At least we did not. And Jesus didn't give them permission nor authority. So they're illegal. We bind all of their illegal plans and activities and discussions and conferences in the name of Jesus, and we place it under the feet of Jesus for judgment. The righteous judge will judge. The righteous judge will judge. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for releasing those judgments into the earth. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Amen. We bind evil, all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft, dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. All the rituals that are done on the phases of the moon. We bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind you all. We bind you on the high days as well in Jesus' holy name. Yes, Lord, we bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind every demonic insect in the name of Jesus and put it in the spiritual cage and lock it up forever in Jesus' name. Thank you. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own web. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind the spirit of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts. Science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind every planned deception in the name of Jesus Christ. Every deception, every delusion that has been planned, we bind it and we bind the plans and the plans that are yet to unfold in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind our spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, monitor, track, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, Divide, confound, attack, reproach, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, and reduce the effectiveness 
of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony in Jesus' name. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vows, root works, or sin against us. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and against us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Turning. All Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, and jujus. All jujus, all hexes, all vexes, all jinxes, we send it all back in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break your grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We break the cages and we set the captive free in Jesus' name. We break the cages. We break the lock. We break the chain. And we set the captive free in Jesus' name. We send back all Nigerian witchcraft and wizardry, tribal ritual, the shaman, the obita man, and all associated. We send back all Chaldean witchcraft, and all Spanish witchcraft. We send it back in the name of Jesus. We're breaking and destroying social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ. And we are binding superficial religious acts in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, Mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, the Great Reset, make-believe, fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, Death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem. Oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. Thank you, Lord. We bind the king of pride. Yes, we do. We bind the king of pride in the name of Jesus Christ and all of his underlings, and we dethrone them now. We pull them down from their high places 
in Jesus' name. We pull them down from their high places in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind all demonic, human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We send them into the cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin in Jesus' holy name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods, all goddesses, On, Osiris, Isis, and all false deities, along with Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in Jesus' name. We bind you all. We send you to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Yes, we do. We're breaking the power of all and all and every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, prayer, and worship in Jesus' name. We break the pledges. We break the vows. Yes, we do. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, and masonry in the name of Jesus Christ and all the works of all the associated organizations the Order of the Eastern Star, the Rainbow Girls, the Demolay. We bind you all in Jesus' name. We chain you all with eternal chains under darkness and send you into the spiritual cage to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We undo the works of all the demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, Voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals, and every demonic weapon that I haven't thought of, Lord, we bind each one of them in the name of Jesus. We pull them out of the people of God in Jesus' name. We pull out every demonic attack that's come to our bodies and come inside of our bodies, every demonic attack that has attacked us and our finances, every demonic attack that has attacked our minds in Jesus' name, every demonic attack that's attacked our private in Jesus' name, every demonic attack that has attacked us on our job in Jesus' name, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor in Jesus' name. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your grip and hold. We take the ground and the territory from you with the blood of Jesus Christ, and we render you helpless, completely helpless, completely helpless, inertia in Jesus' name. You cannot come back. Any spirit that's ever attacked, we sent you to the feet of Jesus, your judge. Now we're binding all the reinforcements. We bind every reinforcing attack, every reinforcing devil in the name of Jesus Christ. Every reinforcing attack, every reinforcing devil, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. 
everything under the floorboards, we bind you. Everything in the water systems in our homes, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Everything under our furniture, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Every demon trying to come through the doors of our homes, we bind you. Trying to come through the windows, we bind you in Jesus' name. Trying to come through any entry point, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. And we send you right back where you came from in the name of Jesus. Whatever conjured you up, they're getting you back. You're going back now in the name of Jesus Christ. We send back all the demons that come to us because we are because people hate our guts because we love Jesus Christ. We send back every demonic attack in the name of Jesus. We push back in Jesus' name. We push back with the word of God. We push back in Jesus' name. We push back with the word of God. We push back in Jesus' name. We push back with the word of God. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for disconnecting us from uh, folks that we ought not to be connected to in Jesus' name. Amen. That's much better. Amen. Oh, we bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. That's right. All the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, circling. Their gang attacks. Back on their own heads. We send their stalking back on their own heads in Jesus' name, as well as their mind control in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. Nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free. Hey, 
and to bind the oppressors in Jesus' name, to break every yoke and chain and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a stand against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Though we walk trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Thank you, Lord, for your salvation. We give you praise. We take authority, dominion, and power over every spirit that followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. Any spirit that came on our property that was not given permission by the Lord Jesus Christ, we bind you in the name of Jesus, and we send you back from where you came from. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we lift up those Christians that were left behind in Afghanistan. And the Christians that are holding on to their faith in that area, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. In Syria and in other places. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. In the name of Jesus. Everybody put your hands on your head if you can. Put your hands on your head in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask you to heal our minds. I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus we have been healed, and I thank you for healing our thought life. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you for healing our thought life, for healing our brains, and for healing our minds. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and we cover our mode of transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over the plans of the enemy concerning that. We bind his plans and we bind bad driving, lawless driving, reckless driving, boating accidents. Playing a near misses. Woo! Tower. We plead the blood of Jesus over the airline, over the airport towers. Over the air traffic control people. Over the conditions on the ground. Over the conditions in the air. 
We lift up our loved ones that are in the armed forces. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, dreams we don't even remember. We bind those dreams in the name of Jesus Christ, and we enact the protocol now in Jesus' holy name. We take authority, dominion, and power over anything we were fed or given to drink in our dreams, even if we can't remember it. We bind it and we command the poisons to come up now in Jesus' name. Come up and out right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We pull out all voodoo pens, fiery darts, needles, spears, voodoo witchcraft curses, anything sent by the enemy's camp. We pull it out of our bodies right now in the name of Jesus, and we send it back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We burn it, all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down, we uh, destroy and pull down and ask you to melt, Father, every type, order, and rank of protection, all shields, all walls. With the for the demonic realm in the name of Jesus Christ, every kind of protection, every kind of shield, every kind of wall, we destroy it now in the name of Jesus, and we bind the works of all shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, divinators, liars, and such. We break the power of all their curses. Hexes, vexes, jinxes, love spells, spells of any kind, charms, fetishes, psychic prayers, psychic thought, witchcraft, love spells, charms, sorcery, all mind control, brain frequency meditations, voodoo, jinxes, potions, bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, incense and candle burnings, incantations, ungodly blessings, root works, crystals, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins, and everything sent to us from the demonic realm. Every yoke that we have that's not of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for destroying the yoke. It's your power and your spirit that destroys the yoke of bondage in Jesus' name. Every yoke of bondage is destroyed now. In Jesus' holy name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. With the blood of Jesus, we erase all marks of the enemy. With the blood of Jesus, we erase all the marks of the enemy. With the blood of Jesus, we erase all marks of the enemy. With the blood of Jesus, we erase all the marks of the enemy. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Inside and outside, inside and outside, inside and outside. 
All bondages, we break your grip and hold. Every bondage, 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 we break your grip and hold. In Jesus' name, every bondage, every bondage, every bondage, every bondage. It goes back, it goes back, it goes back in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We bind spirits of wizardry, sorcery, jealousy, envy, hatred, heaviness, fear. We thank you, Lord, for breaking the yoke. You're free, giving us liberty in our souls. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we release the peace of God into our minds and hearts. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So tonight, our featured psalm is Psalm 97. Our featured psalm is Psalm 97, and our verse for meditation comes from the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 8. Our featured e-book is Spiritual Warriors Bible Study, Keys, Spiritual Keys, in Jesus' name, yes. So tonight we're going to talk about our hope of glory, our hope of glory. The people of the Old Testament or the Old Covenant recently delivered from slavery in Egypt as they wandered in the wilderness of sin. That's what the wilderness was called, the wilderness of sin, had but one source of hope. That hope was the presence of of God that went with them, that hope was the presence of God that went with them. So let's join the Lord in Exodus chapter 13. Exodus chapter 13. And we're going to go to verse 21. Exodus chapter 13, verse 21. You see, the the Hebrews were dependent on God's presence as they uh, matriculated through, we'll call it, or actually just wandered through the wilderness of sin, they couldn't make it without God's presence. They would have perished. In fact, later on, they accused Moses of doing that very thing, bringing them out of slavery into the wilderness that they might perish. But you see, As long as the presence of God was with them, they had hope. As long as the presence of God was with them, they had hope. Exodus chapter 13, beginning with verse 21. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way. To lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, 
to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God didn't leave them. He didn't desert them. He didn't abandon them. He stuck with them. He led them. He guided them. And he provided for them. Amen? Moses knew that without God's divine glory in their midst, the Hebrews would become irreligious, steeped in corruption, and easily overpowered by deception. Moses knew that without God's divine glory in the midst of them, the Hebrews would become irreligious, steeped in corruption, and easily overpowered by deception. They would become just like any other people. They would be without hope. They would be without hope. The Hebrews would just wander aimlessly through the wilderness and through life. And there are an awful lot of people still doing that today wandering aimlessly through sin, through corruption, and through their own personal wilderness, to tell you the truth. Going about with no real direction and no protection against the dangers which they would encounter. So you see, without God in their midst, they were vulnerable to all kinds of destruction. The Hebrews had to have the presence of God. They had to have the presence of God. His presence was their sign of God's grace to them. His presence was the sign of his grace to them. In Exodus chapter 33, beginning with verse 15, Exodus chapter 33, beginning with verse 15, and he said unto him, Moses was talking to God and telling God how he saw the situation. If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. In other words, if you're not going to go with us, we we don't need to go. If you're not going to go with us, we don't need to go. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? If you go with us, everybody will know that we found grace in your sight. Is it not? in that thou goest with us. So he's saying to to God, look, um, this is how everybody, not just us, but the other cultures and peoples around us know that we have your favor. It's because you're here with us. So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. So. 
shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are on the face of the earth. So he's telling us, he's talking to God and he's saying, your presence is what separates us from the rest of the people on the earth. We'd be just like them if we didn't have you. Your presence is what separates us, sets us apart, sanctifies us from the other people, from all the people that are on the face of the earth. We are distinguished by the fact that your is with us. We stand out because your presence is with us. And in our lives, saints, that's what makes the difference. God's presence is with us. No matter what assails us and what comes against us, God's presence is with us. Amen? Amen. So, amen. God gave Moses the plan and design for a sanctuary. A sanctuary. A sanctuary is not an auditorium. A sanctuary is not a cafetorium, cafeteria. A sanctuary is a place where you meet with God. It's separated from other places because it's set aside to meet with God. A sanctuary for worship. God gave Moses a plan and design for a sanctuary for worship. (coughs) A place set apart for visitation and reconciliation. Between God and his chosen people. That's what a sanctuary is for. So you see, every kind of carnal, worldly activity cannot take place in a sanctuary. Because sanctuaries are set aside for the worship of God. Sanctuaries are set aside for reconciliation and visitation with a holy God. Amen? Amen. God called it the tabernacle. God called it the tabernacle. God called it the tabernacle. The tabernacle had curtains of fine linen. In Exodus chapter 26, verse 1, Exodus chapter 26, verse 1, Moreover, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen, and blue and purple and scarlet, with cherubim of cunning work thou shalt make them. That's what God ordered. Amen. There was an outer court. You see, this tabernacle was shaped 
like a rectangle. It was an actual physical building that the Hebrew people erected in the wilderness, a place to meet with God and to reconcile with him. Amen? It was shaped like a rectangle, and it had three divisions. There was an outer court which contained a brazen altar of sacrifice. We have talked about the altar of sacrifice. And it had a laver. A laver was a large basin used in ceremonial washing. So it had an altar of sacrifice and a large basin used in ceremonial washing. Then there was the holy place. The holy place contained the golden lampstand. It had also in it the table of showbread and the altar of incense. All these were in the holy place. The most significant of the sectioned rooms was the holy of holies. The holy of holies contained the Ark of the Covenant. That's right. That's where the Ark of the Covenant was kept. Atop the lid of the Ark was the mercy seat. Blood would be annually sprinkled to atone for Israel's sin. So they had a place of meeting, a tabernacle. It was rectangular in shape. It had three rooms inside. The outward court and it had the holy place and most significantly the holy of holies. Between the cherubim angels just above the mercy seat The Shekinah glory of God would manifest, and out of his glory cloud, God himself would speak. That's right. Amen. So the residence or the abode of the Spirit and the word of Almighty God was the Ark of the Covenant. Now, Some of you have seen uh, depictions or pictures of this. Some are accurate, some are not so accurate. But you get the general idea. It looked like the Ark of the Covenant looked like a box. And it had two poles coming out of uh, opposite sides of the box. And it had a place on the top of the box that could be used as an altar. Amen? Cherubim angels depicted on the top. And it was above this place called the mercy seat that the glory of God would come down in that place. Amen? Amen. So the Shekinah glory of God would manifest out of his glory cloud and God himself would speak. 
There was an issue, though, that God needed to address. There was an issue that God needed to address. You see, only the high priest was ever allowed into this sacred chamber, the Holy of Holies, where God's presence came down. He went inside only once a year, and he went in with fearful trembling. None of the other people had access to this level of intimacy with God, just the high priest. Thick veil, and it has been uh, determined by some that that veil was at least four inches thick. A thick veil prevented the high priest's entrance And death was sure as a judgment if he dared to trespass. So between the holy place and the holy of holies hung a very, very thick, dark veil that prevented, it was heavy. You see, it wasn't just some thin material. It was heavy. It had weight to it. And it prevented anyone who was not authorized from going in there. And if you attempted to enter without meeting the requirements and conditions, death was certain. That was the judgment. Amen? That was the judgment. So the way back to God, Jesus Christ himself, had not yet been revealed as we now know. What we know about Jesus Christ, they didn't know that way at that time. Amen? Inside the ark itself were the tablets of stone that Moses was given, written by the finger of God with the Ten Commandments. The book of the law, Aaron's rod that budded, and a bowl or a pot of manna. That's what was inside. These artifacts were not available for sight or reach to regular people. You see, God chose the Levites to minister to him. He chose a select group of people to come close to him. So many times the Hebrew people lost sight of what these artifacts actually symbolized. See, these symbols meant something. And they were supposed to receive the significance of it into their thought, life, and heart, but not always. Amen. So when they lost sight of what these elements symbolized, they had a tendency to stray. You know, remember we talked about idolatry not too long ago and that it begins when you feel uh, dissatisfied for some reason, whatever level that may be, when you're, you're not in right standing, 
and you haven't done what you ought to do about it. Yeah, you're you're backslidden, and you don't do what you ought to do about it. You just sit there, I'm I'm backslidden, and you don't do anything about it. And it causes a distance, seemingly. At least it begins to portray itself that way. Amen? Amen. When they lost sight of what God was trying to work in their lives, what he was trying to reveal to them, they got disinterested and started doing something else, their own plan. Amen. Not doing what God said to do. In addition to this, the Hebrews could not live up to the law. So what should have become a blessing to them became instead a curse. Instead of it being a blessing by them obeying the law, they couldn't keep the law. And so the guilt would come. Amen. The guilt would come. The separation would come because they sinned and now they had to go to the uh uh had to go to the tabernacle. They had to come bring a sacrifice. They had to lay their hands on it, slaughter it. And go go on to the completion of what God called for, for repentance. Amen. So once a year, the high priest went behind this heavy veil into the Holy of Holies, where the Ark of the Covenant was, where the cherubim were depicted, where the mercy seat was and where the Shekinah glory of God came down. Once a year, once a year, God chose to bring to fullness a new covenant that would be the fullness and the completion of his plan. The quality of intimacy which God desired with his people could not be achieved with an ark and a tabernacle. It was like it was as if the physical ark and the physical tabernacle were the introduction of what God was about to do through Jesus Christ. It was the introduction, forerunner. It was the preface. It was the explanation by experience of what God was doing and going to do through Jesus Christ. Amen? Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their heart and will be their God and they shall be my people. God wanted greater intimacy. He wanted more closeness with his people. He wanted a stronger tie with his people. Amen? So he says here in Jeremiah that instead of just putting it 
in the ark, the law in the ark of the covenant, he's going to put it in our inward parts and write it on our hearts. And he'll be our God and we'll be his people. Amen. In Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 27. Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 27. Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 27. God said, and I will put my spirit within you. And cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgment and do them. So God determined, after teaching the Hebrews the form of worship that he wanted them to understand and to experience, he decides that he would put his spirit within people and cause us to walk in his statutes, his judgments, and actually perform them. Amen. This is what Jesus Christ came to accomplish. As a result of the victory that was won on Calvary, in these times, each saint, each believer, each Christian is now God's tabernacle. You see, now in our days, we are God's tabernacle, each of us. Remember the Bible says, that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We don't have an outward tabernacle. We have an inward one. Amen? An inward one. An inward dwelling place. Calvary, each saint, each believer, each Christian is now God's tabernacle the dwelling place of both the word of God and the spirit of God. Amen. So now you should see, even if this is your first introduction to this, how the tabernacle and the formalities of worship that the Hebrew people went through in the wilderness and on further beyond that, is related to us in these days. It's not a complete detachment. It's related. What they experienced with God, even ceremonially, we have an equivalent to in our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So we understand now that the dwelling place of both 
the word of God and the spirit of God is within us. The dwelling place of God, the word of God, the spirit of God is within us. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. The temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. We used to have this song, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And in the song, there was another song that says, Know ye not, know ye not, ye are the temple. Ye are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So the temple is in us. Amen? Amen. Very good. Therefore, tattoos and other demonic markings, are vandalism of God's temple. That's right. If you owned a building and somebody decided to take their spray paint can and go all over it and put everything on it they wanted, permission, without authority to do so, it's vandalism. It's against the law. It's punishable. Well, we're God's building. So think about that. Think about that. Now, instead of residing in the ark, God's laws reside and live within us. Instead of them being in a box. Really, it was shaped like a box. Instead of it being in the Ark of the Covenant, it's in us. Amen? The Word of God, God's law resides. It lives within us. Instead of dwelling between the cherubim above the Ark, God's Spirit, God's glory rests upon us and within our hearts. He rests within our hearts. When we come to God, we ask the Lord to come live in our hearts. Amen? First Corinthians chapter 3, chapter 6, verse 19. First Corinthians. Chapter 6, verse 19. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Which is in you? Which ye have of God, 
and ye are not your own. Your body belongs to God. Try to remember that. Amen. It's important to remember that. It says, which ye have of God. God has given it to you. You didn't come up with this idea yourself. And you are not your own. No, we are his. He's bought us back with a price. What price? The precious blood of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So we've covered the fact that God's glory rests upon us and within our hearts. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 4, 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 4, the Bible tells us about the hidden man of the heart. The hidden man of the heart. But let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. Meek, teachable, quiet, a meek and quiet spirit in the hidden man of the heart which is not corruptible. The hidden man of the heart has now in our season, in our time, become the new holy of holies. The physical ark of the covenant is now spiritual in essence and is positioned in the inward man. Second Corinthians Chapter 4, verse 16. 2 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse Cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Though the outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. That's right. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, Remember, I was telling you Sunday about the things that the Hebrew people went through. It was painting a mural of what Jesus, who Jesus is, who he was to them, and what God was doing with him. So that in years and ages and generations to come, when Jesus actually came to earth, they would be able to recognize him through their experiential worship with God. Well, those ceremonial 
that they went through were a shadow of good things to come. What good things? Jesus Christ being risen from the dead and his blood being shed on Calvary. And not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. As many sacrifices as they offered to the Lord, they didn't have the perfection that has come to us in Jesus Christ and his victory on the cross. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, since the law provided a shadow of good things to come, this article of furniture called the Ark of the Covenant spoke in symbol form, in symbol form, in symbolism, a message of God which was far more profound and was yet to come. So we just talked about that. The message God was sending to his people through the ages was more profound than a piece of furniture. No, it extended all the way to Calvary. It extended all the way to Calvary and beyond. God was speaking through their sacrificial system of worship to them so that they would have an understanding to some degree of what God was going to do when Jesus came to earth. Amen? It spoke of something that is at present happening deep in the heart of every yielded and believing child of God. What they went through spoke about something that presently happens deep within the heart of every yielded and believing child of God. There's a happening that happens in us. And what God did with the Hebrews spoke to what's happening inside of us. Amen? This had been God's plan from the beginning. Yet he hid it from ages and generations. Now we have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God that we might know the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory in his inheritance in the saints. You said, that was a lot of words, Pastor. Well, because of Jesus, because of Jesus and his victory on Calvary, what God was speaking forth from the wilderness with the Hebrews all through the ages came to pass. Amen? It came to pass. And now, 
Remember I started talking in the beginning about the Holy Spirit pouring in our hearts the love of God. Now the Holy Spirit lives in us. He lives on the inside of us. The Hebrews didn't have God on the inside. They had to accept him as the situation was presented with the tabernacle, the three rooms, the furniture, the Holy of Holies, the veil that separated, the ministry of the high priest behind the veil, CC, and the Shekinah glory of God coming down on the mercy seat. Praise God. So, you said this is kind of heavy, Pastor. Well, recast it. It'll come, it'll come clearer to you. So in Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 17, because really this is a continuation of Sunday's message. Amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, tells us it is no longer the ark of the testimony in the holies of holies providing hope for God's people and serving as a resting place for his glory. That's right. It's no longer a box with poles, with cherubim, with a mercy seat. No, not anymore. That's not God's resting place for his glory. Now, in our days, by the way of the blood of Jesus for us on the Christ, on the cross, It is Christ in you, in the inward man, in the hidden part. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. He's on the inside of you. That's right. He's on the inside of you. Let's go to the scriptures in the Gospel of John. And while you're going there, I'll read the scripture in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That's right. Praise the Lord. You say, well, I still don't quite get it. Okay, we're coming. John chapter 14, beginning with verse 16. John chapter, beginning with verse 16. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, beginning with verse 16. Jesus speaking, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Abide. 
live in you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He lives with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He said, you won't be comfortless. He would come to you. Well, what do you mean? I mean, when you come to Jesus Christ and you ask him to come live in your heart, when the Holy Spirit comes in and changes you from a rank sinner to a child of God, the Godhead comes to live in you by the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, at that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. That's right. All right, let's go to verse 21. John chapter 14, verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. I'll let him know I'm here. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord. How is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? And Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, he'll obey my words, and my Father will love him. And we, the Father and I, will come unto him, and we will make our abode our habitation, our home with him. Amen? Amen. Yes, you're going to have to think about it, recast it, and pray and ask the Holy Spirit to make it clearer to you. Colossians Chapter 1, verse 27. Colossians, chapter 1, verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. This mystery among the Gentiles. 
which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's what God's trying to get us to understand. He lives within us. It's not just a religious phrase. It's an actuality. It's a truth. It's a reality. God actually lives within you. No longer in a box that they carried around in in the wilderness and afterwards. Now, since Calvary, he comes to live inside the saint, inside the Christian, inside the believer. The Father, the Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit in the hidden man of the heart, in the inner man, God living in you, the hope of glory. Amen. So, Yes, you need to recast, amen, but it will become clearer as you meditate on it, amen, 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 (laughs) amen. Now, you got to remember, God lives in you, so wherever you go, he goes with you. Just like they carried around the Ark of the Covenant everywhere they went. God lives in you. The directions on which way to go came from God within the tabernacle. Those directions for which way for you to turn come from within. Not out of your head. The sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Where's the Spirit of God? In you. He's with you and in you. So, now that you understand this, it should make it easier for you to obey Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Amen? So when you decide to do something that you know is contrary to what God would have you to do, don't think that God is off somewhere and can't see you. He's in you. He knows everything you think, everything you say, everything you plan, everything you try to do without him. He's got the inside track. Let's put it that way. Amen? Yes, that includes the fact that he knows everything already anyway. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I think we've got it now. I think we've got it now. Praise the Lord. Brother Bill, do you have it now? Praise Praise the Lord, Pastor Sabrina. I found your praise report. Can you believe it? Second time in a row. Yay. (laughs) Oh, your praise report says, Heavenly Father, thank you for providing the answer and the solution to the prayer that I prayed this morning. 
my neighbor came over and acquired concerning my well-being, seeing my garage door was open for two days in a row. I answered the door and thanked him for his concern. As we talked, he agreed to take on my lawn, although he is already caring for several lawns in the neighborhood. Bless him, Lord, for being willing to be a blessing for me. Thank you, Father, for supplying my need as you promised. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's a nice praise report. And Nina has a praise report. I constantly pray for my job and always ask God to release and reveal all evil spirits from my job. So today he released two individuals who were extremely toxic and practiced witchcraft. My coworkers were afraid of the spirits and of confrontation with the female demons. So they asked me, along with another coworker, to let her know that she would be leaving our facility effectively immediately. Before our meeting, I had to inform my coworker to bind her fears and cover herself with the blood. Previous conversation with this female would cause her to use profanity, make threats, burst out in anger. Her demons would manifest and create a huge scene. But God, she was not able to manifest. We spoke to her. She agreed that she should leave. She contacted the other individual, and they both left peacefully. I thank God for his adjudication being done. Praise you, Lord Jesus. We praise you for that. The saints are learning. Amy Miller has a praise report. He made a way for my prayer request to help on the 3K deductible that we had to come up with. He covered it completely. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Praise God. Yes, praise you, Lord, for that. Trish says, Heavenly Father, I praise you and thank you, Lord. I thank you for your unmerited mercy and grace today. Each and every day, I thank you for your favor and your presence upon me. In Jesus' name, I thank you for all the answered prayers according to your covenant. Praise you, Lord Jesus, that you say no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And thus saith the Lord, it shall not stand, neither shall it come to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise you, Lord. Now, Noel has a praise report. Pastor Sabrina and Assistant Pastor Bill have been telling me for years now that deliverance is a process and junk comes off in layers over time. I understood that transformation is an instant like a microwave, but I was still living under a lot of pressure to perform to get things correct right now. Time God is allowing me to notice stages within my redemption i'm learning that i have really that i'm learning that i am really very frail and prone to wander to sin again and again on purpose even and that there is absolutely no help or remedy but for me but for jesus god continues to pull back the hot-headed reactionary hope persona and lately, he's let me see that I have lacked self-control because I didn't believe that my life was valuable and therefore needed boundaries. Self-control provides 
to protect it. I hope that this testimony helps everyone that God loves you and you're doing the right thing is really important because you are special to him and obedience preserves your life, keeping you on the safe, narrow path, leading you home to him. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Now, Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord for his tender mercies that are new each day. The Lord blessed me to drive two routes that had been problematic, but I had been blessed with comfort knees. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your resources to pay and delivery of my parents' headstones. And thank you, Lord, for the quick resolution of the conundrum at the cemetery on yesterday. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Bless your holy name. Noel says, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the work of the over of the House Oversight Committee on Biden's family business schemes, though they, through them, you've been bringing darkness to light and unveiling, unveiling twisted webs or unraveling. I'm sorry, Lord. Thank you. A lot of Jesus. I mean, Claude F. Claude F. Father, thank you for another day. Thank you for allowing me to live for loving me unconditionally and forgiving me of all my sins all week. The enemy had had been at me, and yesterday it broke. I began feeling like smoking. I thank you didn't give me a smoke, that I didn't give in and smoke. I, did, I don't need it. And after deliverance, I have been experiencing really don't want to open myself up again to more demonic bondages. Right there, saints, any time that you are feeling that desire, that urge to smoke, you hear it or whatever you're going through, if you bind the voice right away and don't let it talk to you, it will not turn into withdrawal. I had to learn that the hard way myself, saints. And here we go. I don't want to give in to any more demonic bondages. I have more conscience now, more conscience now. People don't know I almost lost my mind. Man can think man can thank you for sparing me. You shouldn't have put you shouldn't have, but you did. My trip coming up to Louisiana kept me and I was praying a blessing and sure is a different agenda than what I had going on now. Thank you for all you've been doing in me and through me. My kids, I just praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for everything. And Tiffany has a praise report. A while back, an SUV hit on the left side door latch. Praise God. The light still worked and the latch Still work too. However, there have lately, lately the door wouldn't stay up. It would immediately come back down. Amy and I had been holding the door up to place groceries or using a boom to hold the door up and open for junk runs. You know, basic stuff that you don't give a second thought to until the ability is gone. Amy and I started to take action with prayer and applying the blood of Jesus to the door latch. And Amy started to ask Jesus for his angels to assist in keeping the door open. 
Of course, we will have to fix the door eventually when able to, but truly grateful God stepped in to help us. A few weeks now, the latch door always stays open almost 100%. Praise God for his goodness. He helps us with the most insignificant thing, but important to us that we had lost that ability. Thank you, God, for answered prayers. And Deborah L. has a praise report. Several months ago, I had a tenant try to physically attack me because a post office stopped delivering our mail. He blamed me. I prayed and poured out my heart to the Lord over this. It seemed like nothing was going to happen to him. He was arrested and couldn't evict him under COVID laws. He wasn't arrested, and I couldn't evict him under COVID laws. He worked at the closest grocery store as the checkout clerk. He also worked with two other people who would hear from a neighbor I had evicted in previous years, and they didn't like me. I kept praying the grocery store got bought out and closed down. They can no longer come against me. They are scattered, as in Deuteronomy 32:26. God protects his people. I prayed for months about this. It had me in fear and doubt, especially with physical conversation that they could talk about me. It was very upsetting, but now... They are gone, and I remain in Jesus Christ. Perseverance and prayer pressing until the victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord Jesus, for that. Now, Kevin has a praise report. AK and I had been struggling for quite some time with some specific demons coming against who God has made to be over him. Over last week, God blessed him with three different experiences outside the home where he got to be his true self and was blessed exceedingly abundantly and received a very positive feedback from a variety of adults. Also, last Friday after service, pastor prayed for him concerning familiar spirits. Last night, Noel and I prayed for AK in a more targeted manner that I had a dream in the night where one of the main spirits working against AK was revealed, and I kicked that spirit out of him in the dream. Today, AK came to Noel on his own to confess and repent of fighting God. Praise God, Lord, for you are you are all that is accord in this last week to help AK to get a breakthrough. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord, for that. And Dana has a praise report. Praise the Lord for his tender mercies for that are new each morning. Thank you, Lord, for the great faithfulness. During warfare prayers on Sunday on 514, I placed a prayer against demonic birds, etc. A nest of birds were making a significant mess under my carport on the 15th. The cat killed one, and the rest of them disappeared. A document the Lord blessed me with easily to locate. The document was missing at work. The Lord gave my family peace as we funeralized my relative. Thank you, Lord, and bless your holy name. Now, Trish has a praise report. Thank you, Pastor Sabrina, and prayers for the saints 
bonding nausea and stress. On the morning of 5-16, I started feeling better a few minutes after I posted my request. This came after a song kept playing in my head. No matter how much I bound the thoughts, prayed in my prayer language, casting down imaginations and covering myself with the blood of Jesus, I finally received victory and then started feeling the nausea and stress. Agreement prayer works, saints. Praise his holy name for his mercy, grace, and victory in Jesus. Bless you, Father God, and the Holy Spirit, and my Lord Jesus. And Marcelina has a praise report. Praise the Lord, Miss Drusilla has been released from the hospital and is doing well. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, MIC and MOM, for coming into agreement against this matter. I petition that my home base business account be canceled and restart less than six months with a new sponsor and director. The request was granted, and the restart in four months. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And Deborah L. has a praise report. I put in a prayer request a few nights ago about my state's government being exposed to drug addicts for allowing all drugs to become legal starting July 1st. Today, the governor decided decided they will still criminalize drugs and push people towards treatment. Lord, is if government officials are struggling with their own addictions, hold them under the laws in Jesus' name, I pray. And I thank you, Lord, for stopping us from going through chaos concerning drug laws in Jesus' name. And Denise says, praise the Lord, my sister's dog is already walking and putting pressure on the foot. Thank you, Lord, for your healing virtues. And Noel has a praise report. Praise you, Lord. For I've been formally homeschooling AK since he was four. During that time, I have been off. I have often believed that he needs more or something else. I prayed a lot about it. Finally, I made a list of homeschooling pros and cons. The past week, I called in the middle school about enrolling about enrollment in case that was God's leading. I had favor and ease with the three employees I spoke to. I needed to speak with the principal, and the next morning they said God arranged it so that I did call the principal. Kevin was right there and listening and praying. There were connectivity problems on the line. Then it We disconnected. The conversation took a very long time and having to repeat the truth and stand my ground repeatedly. The principal was under heavy mind control and operating in ways we don't admire. It was immediately clear to Kevin that we were not to put AK under that man's authority. Once that was decided, I finally accepted God wants me to homeschool AK and that I'm adequate. What a long road of questioning. Finally answered, thank you for showing us the truth about ourselves. Father, thank you for keeping a case set apart. Praise you, Lord Jesus. These are wonderful praise reports. We just give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord Jesus. And the saints are growing, Pastor. What do you think of those awesome praise reports? They're just 
Unbelievable. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, praise you, praise you. And now back to you, Pastor Spreader. They're believable because Jesus is awesome. That's what I think. I think the saints are growing. Just like I said, they're growing. They're learning. They're developing. They're spreading. They're blossoming. And their beautiful fragrance is now here for everyone to enjoy. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Father, for all of these wonderful praise reports. They touch our hearts and they encourage everybody. Amen. 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 Well, saints, we are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning White House privately estimates. They may need to deliver as many as 100 Democratic votes to ensure an eventual debt limit deal can pass the narrowly divided House. Two people familiar with the matter said, the informal projection is driven by lingering doubts among Biden officials over House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's ability to convince the vast majority of Republicans to back a bipartisan agreement. The expectation that dozens of the GOP's most conservative members are poised to rebel against any sign of a compromise. Top Democrats have long anticipated that a debt ceiling deal would require some level of Democratic support, with Biden stressing for days that any viable solution to the standoff must be bipartisan. And with negotiators still haggling over specifics of a legislative compromise, the people familiar with the matter caution it's still too early to tell exactly how many Democrats will be needed to help McCarthy secure a majority, or even if a deal will be reached. But the realization that the party might need to supply a sizable percentage of the House votes to avert an economically disastrous default, not to mention in the Democrat-controlled Senate, has increasingly shaped the White House's negotiating strategy. Aides have hardened their stance against certain GOP-proposed budget cuts and social welfare restrictions for fear of sparking a revolt among Democrats they may ultimately need to support a deal. It's important that we don't take steps back from the very strong agenda that the president himself shepherded and led over the past two years, says Representative JFL. I hope that's how she says her name. Chairwoman of the Congressional Progressive Caucus. What I've said to leader... Hakeem Jeffries, and to the White House is the president has to remember that whatever he negotiates has to go through both chambers. The White House has rebuffed Republican efforts to expand work requirements for the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Program and the Supplemental Nutritional Nutrition Assistance Program, as well as attempts to impose substantial spending cuts to a range of domestic programs. 
two other people familiar with the discussion said, those disagreements contributed to the breakdown of talks last weekend and continue to complicate negotiations, with Republicans on Tuesday accusing the administration of a lack of urgency. But the White House has pushed back, with officials reminding Republicans that any deal McCarthy strikes will need to bring along the dozens of Democratic votes he'll need to get it through his chamber. The unanswered question is whether McCarthy can rally a majority for whatever deal he cuts when you know the big items are off the table, said one advisor close to the White House. They don't have clarity on their side. McCarthy has continually urged his caucus to stay united in the debt ceiling fight, noting that their hand has been strengthened by their ability to pass a bill last month that lifted the borrowing cap in exchange for far-reaching spending cuts. But he also knows that a portion of GOP members will vote against any compromise bill, having called the legislation they passed the floor, not the ceiling. The Speaker has operated by the so-called Hastert Rule, which says, that only legislation with support from the majority will see the floor. With Republicans owning 222 votes, that means he can't afford to lose 110 members. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre on Tuesday reiterated that Debt, a debt ceiling agreement would need to be something that Democrats and Republicans in the House and the Senate will be able to vote on and agree on. Rank-and-file Democrats acknowledge that they will be under enormous political pressure to support any deal backed by Biden. They leave the economy and the president of their own party out to dry. Mm. If Joe Biden has his name on it, Democrats are going to vote for it, said one House Democrat granted anonymity to discuss the private political calculations of members. Still, Democrats preparing for the sprint to pass an eventual deal ahead of the June 1st debt ceiling deadline anticipate that McCarthy could lose a substantial chunk of his conservative wing leaving it up to Democrats to supply somewhere between 50 to 100 votes of their own. A former longtime Democratic whip called the upper bound projection of 100 Democrats a reasonable estimate, but cautioned that Jeffries needs to be part of the agreement. They're going to need our votes, he said. If Jeffries and Biden reach an agreement, I think we'll pass it. Whipping a divisive debt agreement would serve as an early significant test for the new trio of House Democratic leaders. Jeffries, just five months into his tenure atop the conference, fielded a range of concerns from his members over the direction of the negotiations and what concessions the White House may ultimately need them to support. On Monday, Jeffries alluded to some objections by Democrats over the potential for a compromise to include budget cuts, calling a White House proposed spending freeze an inherently reasonable position. 
yet one many in our party might be uncomfortable with. When asked whether she could deliver the votes for a Biden approval deal, House Democratic Whip Catherine Clark said only, we are going to do everything that we can to make sure the American people understand the lose-lose proposition that Republicans have forced them into. Democrat moderates belonging to the Problem Solvers Caucus, Blue Dog Coalition, and the business-friendly New Democrat Coalition are usually the first place to seek votes in a bipartisan plan. But the more votes Democrats need to produce, the further they'd have to reach into their progressive ring, wing, where members are already opposed to key sev- several key policies under discussion. The voters gave us a divided Congress, divided control, said Representative Golden of Maine, one of the House's most conservative Democrats. Usually when you have a bipartisan government, what that means is that the farthest elements of both caucuses don't like it, and that's just the nature of things. White House officials have largely brushed off progressive criticism criticism of their negotiating strategy, privately believing that the terms of any compromise will be far better than the left's worst fears. The people familiar with the matter said, but aides have recently taken steps to assure lawmakers they're not taking votes for granted. Briefly, briefing Senator Senate Democrats earlier this week on the parameters of the negotiation and keeping in close touch with key House members, including progressives. Jay Appel said her Congressional Progressive Caucus, which counts 101 House Democrats as members, strongly opposes the inclusion of work requirements, permitting reform and spending cuts, all of which are under consideration. At the end of the day, we will make our own decisions about what deal is presented, but there will be a huge backlash, even if it's a bad deal that could pass. She said. So we're thanking the righteous judge for his adjudication, for his adjudication on these matters. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. Okay. Amen. So. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. With attacks on pro-life organizations around the country on the rise, Republicans in the House Judiciary Committee have charged that the Department of Justice is unequally enforcing the law to the detriment of such groups. Politics is driving the agenda in far too many agencies in our government, and today it's not limited to presidential campaigns. The Judiciary Committee Chairman, Jim Jordan of Ohio, at May 16th committee hearing. Today, they come after American citizens. You could be a Catholic attending a mass. You could be a parent showing up at school board meeting. Or you could be like Mr. Huck, a pro-lifer praying at a clinic. And you could be targeted by our government. That is how scary the situation has become. Mark Huck, a Catholic pro-life advocate, 
was one of several witnesses invited to testify before the Judiciary Subcommittee on the Constitution and Limited Government regarding the Justice Department's enforcement of the Freedom of Access to Clinic Interests Act, a law that prohibits the use of threat of force to intimidate or obstruct those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services. In October 2021, was involved in an altercation with a clinic escort at a Philadelphia Planned Parenthood clinic. But while local law enforcement declined to pursue charges in the case, in September 2022, the FBI arrested Huck in front of his wife and children during an early morning raid on his home. My children were downrange of many guns, and they screamed through the whole process. They were traumatized, he recounted at Tuesday's hearing. Jordan, noting that Huck had volunteered to turn himself into police, asked the father of seven why he thought he had received such treatment from the FBI. I've been thinking about that for many months, and I can only come up with that the intention was to humiliate me to scare my children, and to instill fear in pro-life America, Huck replied. Despite the Justice Department's zealous effort enforcement of the FACE Act in Huck's case, Representative Mike Johnson of Louisiana, the subcommittee chairman, noted that the Biden administration has rarely enforced the law in defense of pro-life pregnancy centers and churches, which are also protected under the statute. The Justice Department has to date, to date has brought only four indictments against pro-abortion activists, all of which were related to a single Jane's Revenge attack in Florida, Johnson said, referencing a pro-abortion extremist. Four indictments, he contended, were not even a drop in the bucket, considering the hundreds of attacks on pro-life organizations and churches that have occurred since the FACE Act was passed in 1994. Over the past year, such attacks have ramped up considerably in the light of the Supreme Court's Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization ruling that abortion is not a constitutionally protected right. According to the Family Research Council, between the leak of the Supreme Court's Dobbs decision in May 2022 and March 2023, more than 100 attacks on pro-life organizations and churches occurred. New Life Family Services, an organization in Minnesota that oversees first care pregnancy centers, is just one pro-life organization to have recently experienced such an attack. On March 4th, a first care in Minneapolis was vandalized by Jane's Revenge, which smashed windows and spray-painted graffiti on the outside of the facility, including such phrases as Jane was here, and if abortions aren't sick, safe, neither are you. The vandals caused more than $30,000 worth of damage in just two minutes, according to the New Life Family Services Executive Director, Tammy Kocher, who also advised that the culprits had yet to be held to account. We have been in touch with the FBI, but there have been no arrests. Nobody's been identified, to my knowledge further noting that the other pregnancy centers in her state have faced similar threats and attacks, Kosher added. Kosher added. While these attacks are meant to intimidate and hurt us, the people who are ultimately hurt are our clients, single moms, 
families who are struggling to make ends meet, and young women who are being pressured into an abortion. They are the real victims here. While Republicans argue that the Justice Department has been selectively applying the law, the Judiciary Committee's top Democrat asserted that his GOP colleagues had been selective in their condemnation of politically motivated violence. Since 1977, anti-abortion extremists have been responsible for 11 murders, 42 bombings, 200 arsons, 531 assaults, and thousands of incidents of criminal activities directed at patients, providers, and volunteers. Representative Gerald Nadler of New York said, noting that FACE Act was passed in response to such violence, condemning all such acts of violence, Nadler charged that the Republican committee members were ignoring attacks against abortion providers and patients to focus on a false narrative of malevolent law enforcement. The Democrat added, today's hearing will inadvertently send the wrong message to anti-abortion extremists at a critical moment in our nation where reproductive freedom and abortion access is in crisis. So if you're against abortion, you are now an anti-abortion extremist, okay? If you're standing there praying, you are an anti-abortion extremist. That's your tag. We want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudications. We're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. An investigation discovered that a Florida activist group secretly sent transgender sex change kits to hundreds of children across the country. The Build a Queer kits contain breast binders, condoms, fake male genitalia called Packers tape used to bind and hide male genitalia, and more. Several of these items can potentially harm children, experts have said, and some of the group's actions appear to be illegal, at least according to the laws in some states, including Florida, attorneys said. Until recently, the group's giveaways included trans self-defense kits, which contained weapons, including knives and tasers. The items were available to children and others who applied online, according to Celio Sunsuri, director of the Florida group, the Queers Trans Project, QTP. The group's website has had 90,000 visits so far this year. She said, QTP's TikTok account has an online following of 43,000. All of our items are for individuals of all ages, she said. The group's website posts no restrictions based on age or a requirement for parental consent. So far, the QTP has mailed 959 kits to recipients in every state except North Dakota, South Dakota, Alaska, Vermont, and and Montana, she said. The group hopes to double that amount this year. Most kit recipients are youth, uh, uh, said Sensory, a biological woman who identifies as a man. The group stated that it has so far mailed 20 free 
trans self-defense kits, each including a knife, a steel baton, pepper spray, a taser, and instructions on how to use the weapon. Kits were available to recipients of all ages, including children. Government statistics suggest that 82% of transgender-identifying individuals have seriously considered killing themselves. About 40% have attempted suicide, a study published by the National Institutes of Health shows. Priority was given to black prostitutes, and five prostitutes received kits, she said. A government study found that prostitutes die at about three times the normal rate. Nevada is the only state that hasn't made prostitution illegal. The weapons kits, she said, were provided by Thorne, a Chicago-based activist group that provides free self-defense tools prioritized for black and brown trans women in Chicago, according to its Instagram page. The QTP website stopped offering self-defense items before the monthly giveaway in March. The website suggests that the stock of free weapons won't be gone forever. After careful consideration and with bittersweet feelings, we are discontinuing the aforementioned program. While we are pausing some of our programs at this time, it does not necessarily mean that they are gone forever. The QTP's website, referring to the weapons kit and a program through which it gave away $6,000 for cross-sex hormones, gender clothing, and breast amputation surgery. We understand that these programs have been invaluable to our community in the past, and we are committed to exploring ways to bring them back in the future. Florida, where the QTP is based, has banned child sex change, hormone use, and child sex reassignment surgery through its state medical board rules, a measure to make that a law in the state has been passed by the Florida legislature and is expected to be signed by Governor Ron DeSantis. But Sunsuri isn't worried. Anything they could do on the governmental level, we're going to fight back at the organizational level. They can do whatever they want, but as a nonprofit organization, and it's a good thing we don't technically have our 501c3 status, you guys can't come for us. Experts, however, said that QTP's operations break laws. Under Chapter 847 of Florida law, it is illegal to sell or distribute any material or product that is harmful to minors, including sexual devices, pornography, or other adult products to anyone under the age of 18. Florida attorney and medical freedom advocate Jeff Childers said, the Packers offered to minors in the Build a Queer kits are manufactured by a sexual device website, which suggests that they'd be illegal, he said. Matt Saver, a founder and chairman of the Christian legal activism group Liberty Council, also said he believes the QTP is breaking the law by sending the kits to minors. Items in the kits cross the line legally, he said, and sending weapons to prostitutes likely is illegal, he said. They're equipping people with weapons 
who are engaging in illegal activity already, he said. This group ought to be shut down. Shipping items in a way to disguise them also creates legal jeopardy, Childress said. I would also guess it is illegal to use deceptive packaging or labeling to conceal the nature of the product being sold under the Florida's Deceptive Air Trade Practices Act, Childers said. And sending children weapons creates criminal and civil liability, Childers said. Further, he said, it's insane. From state to state, laws on sending sexual material differ. Kansas makes mailing obscene devices to minors a Class A non-personal misdemeanor and potential felony. Many other states ban corrupting the morals of minors. That's very broad language, arguably vague language, yet could potentially be used for prosecution purposes under what this organization is doing, said Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Federal law prohibits sending obscene material to a minor by mail. Of all 50 state of all 50 state attorney generals said, only the Alaska attorney general was willing to comment on the QTP's actions. Within the context of the criminal law and focusing on the specific questions asked, there is no statute that prohibits the single act of mailing the items you mentioned to a minor. Spokeswoman Patty Sullivan of the Alaska Attorney General's Office said, it's illegal in Alaska, in Alaska to give a minor pepper spray or a stun gun, she wrote. Sunspray declined to comment on the concerns that the actions of her group are illegal. In an Instagram video, a QTP volunteer hides a breast binder inside T-shirt packaging and tucks makeup into a, I don't know what that is, offering assurance that items are disguised to keep from being detected. She offers advice on how to hide kits from parents in a YouTube video. The items included in the kit sent to children can harm them, studies show. Special tape to secure male genitalia between the legs a practice called tucking may cause skin infections, itching, rash, te- testicular, whew, testicular pain, and penile pain, according to a National Library of Medicine survey of 139 transgender individuals. The National Library of Medicine found that in at least one case, tucking temporarily damaged male fertility. Tucking can cause urinary tract infections, urine flow problems, and twisted testicles and can cut off circulation to the genitals, according to Oregon Health and Science University. A breast binder compresses breasts to create a more masculine appearance. Studies link extended binder use to long-term harm, including rib fractures, overheating, skin irritation, pain, and shortness of breath. Yet QTP followers are eager to receive the kit. And the group's social media pages reveal teens committed to hiding their gender transition from parents. Those who cite studies against the wearable 
sex change devices are cherry picking, the lady said. So if binders aren't working for this dude, they can do some trans tape or they can wear a sports bra. Referring to girls who want to live as boys, Representative Lundstrom, a Republican, called the QTP actions nauseating. When they're in immense amounts of pain, the Queer Trans Project won't be there with them to pay these bills and to hold their hand in the hospital, Lundstrom said of young recipients of the kit. Florida State Senator Clay Yarbrough, a Republican from Jacksonville, home of the QTP, sponsored bills in this year's legislative session in his state to ban gender-affirming care for minors, to push people and businesses allowing children to attend drag shows, and to expand Florida's controversial parental rights and education bill. He declined to comment when he asked when asked about the QTP. Fundraising and volunteers drive the Q Trans Project. Sun, Sun, whatever name is said. Other donations come from these groups. Development Fund, a group that donated 6.1 million to various groups in 2022. The Trans Justice Funding Project, which had donated 8.3 million to a wide range of groups as of 2022. The Groundswell Fund, which granted $100 million to left-wing activism in 2021. And the Campaign for Southern Equality, a grant-giving group that received $1.4 million, I'm sorry, $1.5 million in 2021 and gave away $193,600. From these groups, the Queer Trans Project received $35,000 in 2022 according to its financial report. The organization also received support from Flavent Streetwear of Austin, Texas, Maine based Trans Tate, California Socksmith, LGBT Sports League, Stoneware Sports, GC2B, Florida-based Shallow Graves Company, a coffee and a T-shirt retailer, Queer Market Jacks of Jacksonville, Southern Roots, a Florida cafe. The LGBT pilot group Elevated Access also partners with the QTP to provide free flights to transgender identifying people to places where they can receive same-sex surgery. The organization claims to have more than 1,200 volunteer member pilots commissioned to the mission. Elevated access requires parental consent to fly our minors to same-sex surgery. She said, the Trans Queer Project is part of the nonprofit American Trans Resource Hub. She said, the California-based organization started in 2021 and hasn't filed a tax return. Charity Watchdog ProPublica records. Records, sorry. That's because the director is in college and likely hasn't had time to update the nonprofit, she said. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning every act and every agency and every function 
of those involved in that situation in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your promise. We got that. Thank you for your promise. Amen. I look forward to that. We are requesting, you know, Lord, I'm going to ask you in addition to help the parents of those young people who receive the kit. They need help. You are Heavenly Father, the head of the parenthood ministry. And we thank you for your judgment on parenthood. We thank you for your judgment on parenthood. While we are bringing before you many groups that are poised against the kingdom of God, we also bring parents that are lax in their parenthood or who have poor parenting skills. And we ask you, Father, to step in as the head of the parenthood ministry and bring justice and truth and healing to these situations in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Excuse me, I have the hiccup. We are requesting adjudication from the righteous judge concerning. The Biden administration is continuing to release migrants to the, into the United States without any ability to track them, a move that is being criticized by Republicans and some Democrats. Now, why not all Republicans and all Democrats? The administration is prepping a memo for Border Patrol agents that would direct them to release migrants into the U.S. interior, and they will not be given a date for an immigration court, and again, there is no plan in place to track them, according to NBC News. This move comes as the administration fights to contain a growing surge of illegal immigration ordered repeal of Title 42. We're already breaking, and we haven't hit the starting line, one DHS officer told NBC News. The U.S. counted more than 11,000 migrant apprehensions at the border in a single day. That is a new record. The Biden administration's open border policy is a national security threat, said Republican Senator Tom Cotton. By releasing migrants into the country without any way to track them, the administration is making it easier for terrorists and criminals to enter the United States. Some Democrats have also expressed concern about the Biden administration's immigration policies. The Biden administration needs to do more to secure our border and to stop releasing migrants into the country without any way to track them said Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema. This is a security risk, and it's not fair to the American people. Texas Governor Greg Abbott called the strategy unacceptable. Instead of enforcing U.S. immigration laws, Biden is enabling mass catch and release. Abbott tweeted, America is a nation of laws. This must end. The Biden administration is also reviving a Trump-era immigration policy that President Joe Biden was critical of during the 2020 election. The Biden administration finalized a rule that disqualifies migrants for, from applying for asylum in the U.S. if they neglected to first apply for asylum 
in other countries they travel through, such as Mexico. This is the first president in the history of the United States of America that anybody seeking asylum has to do it in another country, Biden said during the final debate of the campaign. That's never happened before in America. Nothing like you've ever happened in America either. Amen. Thanking the righteous judge for his adjudications. Requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Christian teacher has been banned from the profession for misgendering a pupil in a case believed to be the first of its kind in the U.K. Joshua Sutcliffe, 33, was ruled by the Teaching Regulation Authority to have failed to treat a a pupil with dignity and respect. He was also found to have failed to protect the pupil's well-being when he did not use the preferred pronouns of a girl who identified as a boy. Mr. Sutcliffe, a former math teacher at the Sherwell School, a state secondary in Oxford, admitted he did not use the pupil's preferred pronouns when he praised a group of pupils during a math lesson by stating, well done, girl. He admitted that this was not intentional and that he apologized immediately. The TRA found it was more probable than not that he publicly referred to the transgender pupil using female pronouns on other occasions while working at the school between 2015 and 2018, which Mr. Sutcliffe denied. As well as the allegations of misgendering a pupil, Mr. Sutcliffe was found guilty of misconduct for expressing his views against gay marriage when questioned by a pupil and for failing to consider the potential impact on his pupils, particularly those who may may be from the LGBT plus community, of a statement that being gay was wrong. A A complaint against the teacher for showing pupils at a different school a video which contained inappropriate comments, including that a growing problem in today's society was that men were not masculine enough, was also upheld. The panel was satisfied that the conduct of Mr. Sutcliffe fell significantly short of the standard of behavior expected of a teacher. The TRA ruling stated, and he was therefore guilty of unacceptable professional conduct. A decision on whether to impose a ban on behalf of Jillian Keegan, the education secretary, lay with Alan Mayrick, the TRA's decision maker. He said, in my view, it is necessary to impose a prohibition order in order to maintain public confidence in the profession. The ruling comes as schools wait for the first detailed government guidance on how to respond to transgender pupils, which is due to be published this term. Head teachers have warned that without official guidance, schools are working in a vacuum. The guidance is expected to say that school teachers can refuse to use different pronouns demanded by pupils. A Whitehall source said that the guidance will reflect the interim findings of the CAS review and NHS commissioned report by pediatrician Dr. Hillary Cass. She warned that allowing children to socially transition to their preferred gender was not a neutral act and could have significant impact on their psychological functioning. I send that attack back where it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not going to stop me from reading this. 
Mr. Sutcliffe was the subject of a disciplinary hearing at Cheryl's school in 2017 after the transgender pupil's parent complained that he was misgendering her child. The teacher appeared on a television program to talk about the issue and was later suspended and then dismissed. The TRA was told that the pupil feared being identified and felt suicidal after Mr. Sutcliffe's television appearance. Mm. The TRA found that Mr. Sutcliffe did not safeguard the pupil's well-being when he referred to the pupil using the female pronoun on the show. While Mr. Sutcliffe showed some level of insight and remorse regarding the effect of his actions on pupils, this was limited and felt fell significantly short of the level expected by the panel, the TRA said. Mr. Mayrick's statement added, a published decision in light of the circumstance in this case is not backed by full remorse or insight, does not, in my view, satisfy the public interest requirement concerning public confidence in the profession. The teacher has been banned from teaching indefinitely and cannot teach in any school, sixth form college or college or children's home in England. He can apply for the ban to be removed in 2025. Mr. Sutcliffe said on Monday that he was devastated by the ruling. He plans to appeal and is being supported by the Christian Legal Center. He said, I believe affirming children and gender confusion in the classroom is damaging for them. I refuse to go against my conscience and cause a child harm and refuse to apologize for that. A spokesman for the Department of Education said, we do not comment on specific cases or individuals. Or individuals. More broadly, the education secretary is working closely with the Minister for Women and Equality to support schools in relation to children who are questioning their gender, following calls from schools, teachers, and parents. This guidance will clarify schools' legal position and the importance of involving parents when making any decisions relating to their child. Well, thanking the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning all such. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother Marshall, it's surely time for prayer. And, Father, you know what we need. (laughs) And you know what the children need, not just the United Kingdom, but all over the earth, Lord. They need common sense, and they need your peace, the peace that passes all understanding. And we know that there's a troublemaker in in the mix, not just the United Kingdom, not just the United States, but all over, especially the Western realm, Father God. <clears throat> where Satan really hates human beings created in the image of God. He doesn't like people to be able to reproduce because he went to great lengths to kill children in the past. All kinds of children. Children when Moses was cast into the river, the time when the, uh, the Jewish people were being uh, earmarked, especially the boys, being earmarked by, by Pharaoh. When Herod tried to kill baby Jesus because he heard that he was going to be this new king and he's just been born. So, Father, we know there's a problem here. So we come boldly and joyfully before your throne of grace in time of need with a big brother Jesus because of the blood of covenant. Jesus says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Said, you said, Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. In Psalm 50, verse 15. 
So we ask you to deliver all their children and all those in harm's way, Father God, from all these different things Pastor Sabrina's just read through and all the different attacks coming against people in every area, all these different areas, Father God, in Jesus' name, including the affecting the Congress and the people uh, behind the scenes that are pulling all the little all the little tricks. So Satan, you and all your underlings seeking to kill, steal, and to destroy, trying to control confidence in the U.S. dollar, trying to destroy the U.S. economy, trying to destroy the children's minds and hearts, trying to destroy the peace of heart in the children and everyone else. We bind you, Satan. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. He said, if two of you on earth you agree to touch anything else, it shall be done, my Father, which is in heaven. And we're in agreement, Father God. And you said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, not only in agreement with the other saints in Matthew 18, 18, but also Matthew 16, 19. It says, first, bind the strong man. You, Satan, the strong man are bound. Every spirit of death, hell, and destruction is bound. Every spirit of stealing, killing, and or destroying are bound. You, Satan, every one of your underlings, every spirit, every spirit trying to bring about the new uh, CBDC, the new central bank digital currency to track and trace and control everybody, give them money that can expire, which isn't really money, give them just little convenience. A lot of people like to go along with convenience these days. Oh, it's so easy. Wide is the road that leads to destruction. Many there be that go in there at. Father God, we hear that in your word, Father God, and you said narrow is the way. Few there be that find it. Father, we ask that many find the narrow way, Father God. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And Jesus paid a huge price for us to be able to make heaven. He poured out his precious, precious blood, the blood of the Lamb of God. When he hung on that tree, took our cup of cursing in our place. And it is written, Father God, as soon as I get there, excuse me for not having this memorized, Father God, but in your word it says in Colossians 2, beginning around verse, I'm going to begin with verse 12. Since we were buried with him in baptism, that's what happened when people became Christians. said, oh, well, John the Baptist, he was baptizing people with water, but Jesus came to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and Holy Fire. So, Thank you, Father God, for the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We already were burned up. We're zealous. We're hot for the Lord, like Pastor Sabrina was teaching about on Sunday, about the zeal of the Lord, about the heat, about the fire. The fire is continually burning. And we're that temple. Where's that? Where's the fire? It's in our heart, Father God, even as Jeremiah talked about. You've got a fire burning in my heart. Bury with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him, the Lord Jesus, from the dead. And you, Marshall, and every one of us, you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, has he quickened, made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance, which what was against us, including against this, this teacher in the United Kingdom. Cut about that. We'll get that book. What was it? Mr. Sutcliffe. In Jesus' name, those standing for the truth, Father God, and, and blotting out the handwriting of ordinances, which was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And, Father God, we know you created all things through Jesus Christ, because without him was nothing made that was made. In him was life, and the, and the life was the light of men. Thank you, Father God, even as it says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made, including their false god. They call that light bearer, they call him Lucifer. We call him the devil and Satan. They said, 
that, that he, they think he's the God. Well, he is he's a, little, he's a little God. He's a little demon. And he came to steal, kill, and destroy. He got to whisper to Eve and trying to bring confusion. Did God say you can't eat, eat of any tree? They just had one verse to, 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 ab- to abide by. Just one scripture. Don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Too many people are eating from the wrong tree right now, Father God. So we ask you to give all the people, especially the children, and no congressman, and everyone else, a hunger and a thirst for righteousness, Lord. Hunger and a thirst for your truth. And you said, It says in Ezekiel 28, this is talking about the Satan before he became Satan, when he was actually kind of when he actually fell. It talks about in verse 14, Ezekiel 28:14, and thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. That was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. Satan is a created being. Till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of the merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence. So, Father, we bind every one of these spirits of rebellion and violence and perversion, and we cancel their assignments to all those, including those trying to steal from the people that actually were born in the United States of America. Those people maybe that, that emigrated here legally, doing it the way the law set forth. And there's lots of people, lots of people who love this country, who came from many different nations, from Taiwan or Mexico or many different nations, Father God, that, that don't really approve of people flooding in and not being having to go through what they had to go through to be able to say that they are uh, actually citizens now of the United States. So, Father God, for all these people that are flooding across the border, and why are they flooding across the border? Who's sponsoring it? Who's paying for it? Uh, are, they, are, they, are they sending out things through uh, all these social media things? Oh, Joe Biden says, oh, come on in. Come on in. We got free everything for you. Don't worry. We'll take care of you. We're going we're gonna to provide transportation and, and uh, uh, all kinds of health things. So all the people in these other countries, they're just sending all their people up here. Some say, some say they're emptying the jails. Isn't that nice? Some people say they're, they're um, uh, fighting age males that are being sent here with a particular um, plan in mind. Father God, we ask you, we bind that spirit of Zeus. We bind every spirit of stealing, killing, and destroying. Every spirit trying to cause death, hell, and, and or destruction are bound. Satan, you're bound, or your unbelief are bound from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 6, according to the scriptures we've been meditating on, including Proverbs 18, 10. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. And how does anybody become righteous? Because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. At least that's what I read in Romans. But, oh, it's by the blood. We can't count lots of extra rosary beads and make heaven. I, I, I love our Catherine, uh, Catholic, Roman Catholic friends, and some of them actually do believe in Jesus, which is wonderful. But some of them think they can get to heaven by doing good works. And good works are nice. It's, it's very nice. But they don't get anybody to heaven. No, it's not by... It's not by our good works. It's by the blood of Jesus. It's because he shed his precious, holy, holy blood from Jesus Christ. 
that even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, as it says in Romans 5. Much more now being now justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. We plead that blood of Jesus over Pastor Sabrina, Bill Pringle, myself, and every access to each one of us, including every electronic access, every spirit of voice is bound, every ungodly spirit is bound, every witchcraft curse, curse returnally sinful on his spirit's descent. And do those spirits intended to every one of us and all that pertain to every one of us, including electronic devices, in Jesus' name. All the witchcraft curses returnally sinful on the heads of the demons sending to do to them what they intend to do to us, continually, instantly, immediately, according to not only Psalm 79, 12, but also according to Proverbs chapter 6, verses 30 and 31, as everything is being exposed, as we've been praying, and we thank you, Father, for bringing all these things to light, especially to bring us lots of things about all the stuff going on, Father God, and lots of other people talking about it, too. Lots of things going on. Of course, they don't want you to hear about it on the regular mainstream news media, although occasionally some of it does kind of sneak out even on Fox. Isn't that surprising? How come it's sneaking out now that Tucker's gone? How could that be? So, Father God, we don't know everything that's going on. We know that there's there's a battle. There's a battle going on. Kind of a, you know, we know there's a spiritual battle. It's a very serious spiritual spiritual battle. So we speak confusion, division, division, confusion, confusion, divi- division, and confusion, confusion, division. The enemy's camp coming against all the saints because we know there's some people, kind of about maybe from the kind um, of from the so-called Western Alliance, NATO, and and the U.S. and all of that, and, and the United Kingdom. Uh, that are trying to work together with Ukraine to try and create this narrative that, that Russia's terrible, terrible, awful. And, and, and they're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. My goodness, Trump's not perfect. Biden's not perfect. I'm certainly not perfect, apart from the blood of Jesus. But he makes us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And righteousness delivers from death. You said no weapon formed against us will prosper, whether it's people being brought across the southern border, people trying to, trying to uh, debase the U.S. currency, which has been done in a huge hurry, a great hurry, sending lots of money, getting rid of all the U.S. armaments, drawing down the, the backup of fuel supplies in the United States, and sending all over anywhere and everywhere, but maybe, maybe help China. They certainly need help. We all need help, don't we? So, Father God, but you're our very present help in time of need, and we thank you for being our very present help for all of your saints. You said, the Lord is my shepherd. You're the good shepherd. I shall not want. How did you prove you're the good shepherd? Oh, you laid down your life for us. Where? On Calvary. Why? On that cross to fulfill the scriptures, because the scriptures are forever settled in heaven. You're not a man that you should lie, and the son of man that you should repent. A lot of things they're trying to change in the world. You said don't meddle with those who are given to change. Like Barack Hussein Obama, he wanted to change lots of things. And the people that are now pretending to be the U.S. administration as if they were legally elected, pretending that they were legally elected, Father God, and we know perhaps better than that, perhaps uh, uh, the, the people, the little pillow salesman, he's made it abundantly clear that that's a bunch of nonsense. But, so, Father God, but this was not just a little a little thing that just has sort of slipped through. It was, it was just a mistake. Just like the, the people down in uh, it was at Brazil, uh, they're very content with their new government, right? Maybe they're not so content. Why is that? Because was there a plan? Was there been a plan all over the place? Was there a plan concerning the so-called pandemic? All these things, Father God, are being brought to light, and we thank you for bringing them all to light according to your word. And you said if they're brought to light, that it's being exposed, even like it says, where is that, Lord? In Luke 8:17, that's one of the many places. Luke 8:17, Jesus speaking, and his words are forever settled in heaven. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. And you said over in, uh, where is that, Proverbs 6, 
I referred to it already, Proverbs 6.30. said if somebody tries to steal when they're hungry, you know, you don't give them a hard time. But they, they, if they're caught, they're supposed to repay, right? Even if they're migrants coming across the border and they're really hungry. And some of them probably are coming across with, with good intentions. But some of them, maybe they're being sent here for another alternative purpose. But you said, where is that? Oh, Jesus, I think I'm on the wrong page. Proverbs 6.30. There we go. Men do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy his soul when he is hungry. But if he be found, he shall restore sevenfold. God's words forever, seven of heaven. He should give all the substance of his house. And, Father, we know you've given Jesus all power in heaven and earth. He is Lord of all. He didn't just drop in, uh, you know, as an afterthought. He's from eternity past, like it says uh What's that book? Where is that? In, uh, Micah, I think it is Micah 5 2. He's from eternity past, Father God. And you said in your word, and we've been meditating on this as we're praying for those in Isaiah 9. I'm going to go back to verse 5. For every battle is a warrior's with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. When we reckon ourselves crucified with Christ, like it says in, in Galatians 2 20. That's when Jesus was offered as the, the sacrificial lamb. And how was the sacrificial lamb sacrificed? On the spit, vertically. That's how the Jewish people did it. And what was it? Was fire put under him? Was he consumed, completely consumed? A burnt offering, which we've been hearing Pastor Sabrina talking about, different offerings. And on the altar, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God the everlasting father, the prince of shalom, the prince of peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end, unending government. Upon the throne of David, upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So we thank you for performing it according to your word, Lord, in Jesus' name. Even as one of the saints, one of the sisters today was pointing out, I don't remember which one it was. There it is. Thank you, Lord, for helping me remember. In Psalm 89, 14, I was meditating on the, on the prayer request. Justice and judgment of the habitation of his throne. Mercy and grace shall go before his face. Mercy and grace. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Jesus loves everybody. So, Father, we ask you, we pray for those who despitefully use us, that you can save any of the witches, you can save any of those people in the politics, some of them in blackmail, some of them just going along because they like to play with little children or something, maybe not just in sandboxes, with little, with little shovels and things, and they like to play with little children in ways that are not healthy. We bind every spirit of perversion, every spirit upon pedophilia, every spirit upon child sacrifice, being offered to sacrifice people, yet having them take vaccines that are not vaccines that can cause serious harm, potential harm, not to cause fear, but to cause harm, physical, emotional, biological harm, Father God, putting poisons in people. Father, you said if we drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm us. I know it's drinking, it's eating, but also, Father God, there was the example that we're given, and it wasn't just Pat Holliday's uh, friend who, who wrote the preface for one of her books, Father God, I forget what his name, again, the V. But anyway, he, he was given poisons by, by which he never died, but he did drink it. But there was the poison given by the viper that bit Paul when he was on the island after the ship had been shipwrecked. 
and he just shook it off in the fire and it burned up. So all those things have cast into the fire, because that's where Satan's going, into the fire to be tormented for all eternity, according to Revelation 20. And he knows where he's going. He cannot repent. And misery loves company. He's trying to drag a lot of people, not just politicians, not just, cut about that, not just perverts from this group down in, in uh, based in Jacksonville. Can you believe that? Queer Trans Project. Father God, if you can save any of the people in these groups, Father God, from the Queer Trans Project, those people, Father God, that are, that are not upholding the, the so-called freedom of access to clinic uh, entrances law that was passed, that are being used to, uh, to ignore the, the pro-life group and actually persecute them, like that fellow H-O-U-C-K was a hook, something like that, in, in uh, the Catholic in, in Philadelphia area. Father God, we ask you, Father God, for your divine intervention and adjudication for all these situations. The most high rule think kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he will. That's what it says in your word. And we know, Father God, even as when you were talking to uh, Virgin Mary before Jesus uh, was implanted in her womb by the Holy Ghost, Father God, in the beginning of Luke, where is that, Lord Jesus? Chapter 1. Help me, Father. You said, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. We all need to find your favor, Lord. And behold, thou shalt conceive of thy womb, and bring forth a son, shall call his name Jesus, which means Savior. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. This is an endless kingdom. And you point out in Daniel chapter 2 how that stone cut out of the mountain without hands, Father God, that that's going to crush all the other kingdoms that came before it. We Thank you. 
Oh, oh, oh.